Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just watch me love myself That's all I want Got what I want That's all I want I'm not sorry I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast where we get to sometimes interview the literal bachelor. Big day for us. Big day. That's right. Burzaki himself is with us in the flesh. And we're so excited to talk to him. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited, Zach. Burzaki. <laughs> oh, I, I'm never going to live that one down. Thank you, you for having me. You literally are not, ever. <laughs> it's a little cringy, I'm not going to lie. But hey, it's part of it. I don't so. know. We were just thrilled to learn some fun facts about you. So thank <laughs> yeah. you, Jesse Palmer. <laughs> Jesse, he, he really threw me under the bus on that one. <laughs> Several times he's done that. I mean, who among us did not have an embarrassing DJ name at one point in our lives? That's just the right what, what was yours, if, if you well, don't mind I didn't asking. have one, and I don't want to throw my brother under the bus. Do but it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Yeah. Claire. There were parentheses involved. I, oh, okay. It oh, it's complex. complex. Yeah. Wow. Uh, love you, Dan. Okay, so <laughs> let's dive in. Uh, first of all, uh, we just wanted to say, like, we know this has been a tough journey into The Bachelor for you. And being the lead on the show can come with just like an onslaught of public commentary, including from podcasters like us, <laughs> on a level that like no one really needs to receive. So we're really impressed at how you've been able to take it on board and laugh at it and like the boring bachelor energy. Yeah, and oh, really yeah. excellent ABE. caption. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> so we were wondering like, is there anything that you wish would have been done differently on your season to kind of help everyone get to know you as your journey was starting or in the ramp up to the season beginning? Yeah, good question. I, I think so with last season, I mean, all the, you know, the comments of like, who the hell is this guy? Like boring bachelor. It makes sense. Like I saw where everyone was coming from because in the grand scheme of last episode or last season, it was like, you didn't, see me like it you didn't see a lot of the guys to be honest like it was a lot of the drama or the whatever was happening on the cruise ship and that was about it and 
seeing like the the fanfare, you know, with you know the the critiques of like, oh, boring bachelor, who's this guy? Like, not my bachelor. Like, I didn't initially see any of it because I don't have my phone for like anything. So even like the lead up to my announcement, like I'm already off the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a nice thing. I'm already not a big social media guy, um, but like. In general, once you know, I, I learned about it. I mean, I understand where it's coming from. Like, I'm, I know I'm not like some absolute goofball or some like train wreck. Like, I'm like I, I was someone that I think was raised pretty well, and like, and I know what I want. And maybe it's to some, it looks like it's not like a good TV bachelor, but then it's like, what are you looking for in a bachelor? I don't know. Like, so there's always like different takes on it all, but um, you know the support through the season as it's been airing has been really nice. Yeah. Good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. There's um, still some drama, by the way. It's not like yeah. there's... Oh, no. Yeah. We're going to get into it. Yeah. It's been very plot relevant, which we love. Yeah. yeah. We've actually been discussing that. We were like, <laughs> so glad that the drama has actually felt relevant rather than completely ancillary. And so that has honestly been a nice storytelling thing on the season. Yeah. No shrimp gate or anything exactly. like that. Like I was like, I'm not handling that. <laughs> One no. was enough. We didn't need to repeat it. Um, so on our podcast, Love to See It, we each season come up with a new rating system and give each episode like a jokey rating. Okay. It's, it's all in good fun. Of course. Our rating system changes every season. Like for Clayton's, we did his tailgate energy out of 10 Bud Lights every episode. <laughs> and there was a lot. And there was a lot, a lot of tailgate energy. Um, and we were really inspired by your DJ name this mm. season. So we decided to rate each episode out of 10 Verzaki's depending on how much of Zach we really get to see. Okay. And and we want to know, how many Brzezakis would you give this week's episode? The Bahamas? Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll tell you this, like in the Bahamas, when you've got some Bahama mamas in you <laughs> and you are just like on this beautiful <laughs> island and dancing, I mean, I'm not a good dancer and I think everyone could see that, especially on the boat. That was a little... I look like it was a sim dancing, to be honest. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I know I'm not a good dancer, but I like to dance. Like, and then I watch fine. it, and I'm like, maybe I don't like to dance. Like, it's always this hard is to why see I don't want to be on television ever. Oh, yeah, you watch same. yourself dance and be romantic? No, thanks. Yeah, like, I would be fine if I just never had to, like, really look at myself kissing ever yeah. in my whole life. Like, I can just die without that experience. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. There's yep. a reason I did not pay for a wedding videographer i was like i still photos are good Um, i think we agree this was the highest rating brazaki week yet and uh, we're really rooting to get to 10 by the end of the season we have been seeing more of your of your personality out which is really cool to see um we wanted to briefly dip back just briefly into your previous uh season into the bachelorette Um, because there has been this ongoing conversation about the fantasy suite and this ongoing back and forth about what went wrong. And that was such a dramatic moment because your relationship had seemed so strong with Rachel until that moment. Mm -hmm. And she recently went on the Almost Famous podcast and said that during that date, she realized that you didn't align on like important views about how your lives would go, how you'd raise your children. And we were wondering, does that ring true to you? Or does that seem more like kind of just an excuse uh no i i think like how she feels about it is absolutely valid um you know it was both like a surprise for us like Mm -hmm. where um you know you go through this entire experience and then you get to this really pivotal part before a possible engagement and 
when you're not seeing eye to eye on on some pretty important things or if it's off it feels off or you feel like it's like not the same between you two like that's a big risk so like i, I think absolutely she, like her feelings on it are totally valid and, and and i think you know mine are as well um but you know i i i don't have any bad blood or anything for mm-hmm. her and and you know i, I don't want it to, to ever be like out of disrespect but it's like yeah we get asked about that a lot and it's yeah, like we also know. like let us like have like we you know, know it's like it was you know there's there's you know it's it's private for a, a purpose you know so no yeah. no absolutely and we don't want to harp on it too much but we did just want to kind of get your get your take on those last yeah, comments of course, of course. um Something that we've talked about a lot on our podcast is just like the way that the last it's felt that the last few seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette have been really, really high on drama and sort of losing the thread in the way of big, cohesive, romantic narratives, which I think is like a big reason that people come back every season to watch this show. Like, yes, it's entertainment, but we we want the love story. Do you think we're going to get to see that real romance this season? Without a doubt. Um, that was the important thing for me to even want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was being considered early on, essentially it came down to, you know, I'm at this place where like I'm ready to settle down and find my forever person. And, you know, I'm, you know, recovering or, you know, having that time after last season to where it's like, I'm going to settle down, show or not. Like, it, like I don't, like, need to have the show to find love, but like, what a cool opportunity. But I'm also going to go through week by week the way I want to. Like, I don't, like, I hate the drama. I know there's all the memes about like, you know, once Zach hears some bullshit drama, he's like, I'm out, like, you're out, see ya. Um, and I, I I think I really stay true to that because I do want that that true forever love that it can happen. And um, it's been some years since it, it's really shown, I think, or been some seasons on the show where it's it's not been necessarily about that. And my thing is just different. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. We're excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all want the same thing from this season, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've also been treated this season to a large number of scenes of you showering, which, oh, yeah. as, as the show makes explicit, <laughs> is this, like, throwback to Sean Lowe's season. So many shower scenes. So often many showers. set to very, like, goofy 70s music. Um, <laughs> Porn. How? Porn-esque music. No, it is. One might say. Yeah. You'd expect <laughs> me to have, like, a mustache. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Uh, how awkward was it to film those scenes, and how, how does it feel now to have your shower privacy back? Oh, great question. You mean uh, I don't have to have a cameraman join me in <laughs> yeah, the shower every what time? Yeah, that like? So now, normal. It was one of the uh, funny thing about like all, all of this. It was one of the scariest things to overcome was having to like constantly be shirtless and scrubbing my chest in the shower with uh, my good friend Martine. Um, shout out, <laughs> shout out, you, Martine. Um, so we're like the like. I remember I was told the day before, like, hey, you have, a, you know, your shower B-roll. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? They said, <laughs> Excuse me? They said shower, like, you're going to actually shower. And I'm like, oh, and they're like, you can, you know, like, just rub soap on you and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I have so much anxiety right now. Like, I'm freaking <laughs> I out. Too. I'm like, yeah. okay, I got to, like, all right, I'm not touching any carbs the night before. I'm like, let's, oh, let's, let's, let's avoid the bloat. Um, <laughs> but then by the end of it, it was like, 
it was just like a fear I had, had overcome, you know, whatever, like this, you know, the confidence and of like, like oh, zoom I on in right to the pit just and to give it to me by I'm like here. the fifth or sixth one. I was like, Martine, come on. I'm taking a shower. Join. Like, he's like, no, we're not filming. I'm like, just come. Just watch. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Showers just feel more yeah. comfortable now yeah. with someone <laughs> we're filming real well. close. Yeah. 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 Now my mom and sisters don't like to watch it, but it's no, okay. That's totally just, understandable. We all have our own boundaries around that. We sort of yeah. should. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So one thing we noticed this season is that you've been pretty quick so far to just send women home if they approach you for Mm -hmm. like validation and you're like, actually, oh, I'm not really feeling it. Um, Was that like your plan going in or when you got in the situation where you just like, oh, no, I can't lead this person on and you just acted on instinct? Uh, I'd say almost every single thing is is through instinct Mm because, you know, I going into this like i maybe watched like a handful of episodes or something like that like i don't know if there's like a right way to go about anything and i think it actually maybe like could have helped me because it's like i'm just going and making decisions off of what feels right Mm -hmm. like what i can go to sleep um like at night with like feeling good about yeah there i mean to some it, it can look a little harsh and critical but i think people like also don't realize that like everything is moving so fast, like week over week, and then you're traveling, and then it's this, and then then it's, you know, hometowns. And you don't want to lead anyone on. And I know what the sacrifice is, like, to go and be there, and, and, like, you leave your job behind, leave your family behind, and, like, go on a whim and put yourself out there to where I'd be doing you a disservice if I was to, like, just keep you around because, you know, why not? But I don't want anyone's feelings to get stronger and stronger when I already know that, you know, my feelings can't get there. Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting to watch. I feel like the other Bachelor who was kind of like that was Nick Vial, who would just, like, feelings would be expressed, and if he couldn't reciprocate them, he would just be really decisive. And so it is It is always interesting to see how people's personalities kind of play out in those situations. Because, yeah, there is no right right way, really, to handle it. But, yeah. frankly, I've I've enjoyed it. You're just like, yeah. yeah. You like I I don't I'm sorry. No, we, we love seeing the hammer fall. <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay. hard though. It's not like it's easy for me to of just. Like, but it's like it's a real tough conversation that you'd rather have then than later. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. Rip that bandaid off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so speaking speaking of which, yeah. Anastasia got sent home this week. Yes. This will not release until after after it was revealed that she had mentioned Instagram followers to some of the other women, how many Instagram followers they were all going to get. Um, and this is something we all kind of know about the show that people tend to get a bump in followers going on the yeah. show. Yeah. So how was it, what did you feel about that connection before you went on the show? Was it something that was concerning to you that that there was this known social media benefit to going on the show and that like TV to influencer pipeline on the show. Um, Like how was that a concern of yours? I'd say that was actually probably my biggest concern because like, I'm not like, I'm not naive. Like I know what that, like the show comes. I know that the fan base and Mm -hmm. the Instagram exists and like people will, will like reach out or follow you. But like going back to like, I know what I wanted and I want that like real love, that forever love. And I know you can find it there, but now this just makes it a lot more muddy and difficult. And like, it really puts you to the test of like, oh, is this person like, like obviously they're aware that they can get followers, but that's not the sole reason why they're there. Like they are open to the idea of, of finding love with me. Um, because if you were on the 
opposite side of like, oh, I'm going to marry Zach. I'm going to like love him forever. Like, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> we just met. Um, so it's like that fine line of like, yes, yeah. I'm not like a lot of the episode is about like, okay, the social media, this and that. But like when you are in, you know, have limited time with a person and you don't have that strong of a connection yet and you're still trying to figure it out. Like, you know, we've had a few conversations um, you know, still trying to feel things out. And then boom, I hear that from multiple women. It's like, I mean, that's unfortunate. Like it's like, uh, cause I don't know what it could have been, but like right. now I hear that from women that I do have stronger connections with that I'm more sure of, then it's like, it does become like a no brainer. That's interesting. So you feel like that connection with Anastasia was just not strong mm. enough to overcome no. negative information. You're like, this isn't worth it when I have all of these other relationships. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's like, and, and it's like, cause I, I, I want to listen to, you know, the other women and their concerns. And if it's enough to be brought up to me, like I, I, I have to address it. And then, you know, once I, you know, initially brought it up to her and, and we had our later conversations, it was, like, I wasn't getting any more clarity that was helping me be like, okay, maybe it's not what I thought it was. It was like, why am I now more confused or, mm. or nervous about this? So, Did you ever find out who she was having that conversation with? Um, I just learned it was at the airport before the Bahamas. But they all, like, are all right. traveling together. But that is a good question. And I, yeah. and I have some theories. Because I was just <laughs> like, I would imagine she's not just, like, standing on a podium at the gate, like announcing monologuing, like monologuing about Instagram. Yeah. No, I, I have my ideas. <laughs> I have some ideas. <laughs> we'll keep that quiet. Okay. Okay. But if it was the right woman, you said you're not a big social media guy. Are you open to a post-show career as like a power couple, power influencer couple? Or are you like, we're just going to retreat into private life? I don't see. I don't know enough about it. Um, I have heard of like the couples that like are on social media together and they're like, they're very big into that. Um, I mean, it's like, I, I'm open to the idea, but also like, I don't want it to just be the whole life is like on social media. Cause it, I, I, I truly do believe like it can introduce additional problems in a relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it makes, you know, your relationship all about the likes or the clicks or the, this and that, which I think is like, it's cool for opportunities, but also I don't want it to be like a career per se. Like, yeah. I think really like growing and, and having an awesome family and getting that off the ground is like, what's most important than, okay, let's get our Instagram following up. Like yeah. I, I, yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. So having gone through this journey as the lead now, how has it changed, if at all, your perspective on the roles that like Rachel and Gabby had to take on on your season of The Bachelorette? Oh, I mean, like just living through it and and, and, and seeing how crazy it can be and, and how much it's tough on you like physically and mentally and mm -hmm. emotionally. Like you understand like why like previous bachelors or bachelors have did the things that they did. Because you're in your own little world, in your own in your own bubble with little to no rest. I have all the sympathy in the world. Like it, it is, it's insane, and, and it looks glamorous on on TV, but it's, it is a, a grind constantly. And then you you totally imagine like what they're going through, and you're like, okay, 
I got You're it. Like I get it now. I get it. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I, just give me 20 minutes. Yeah. I just need a nap. I need a power nap. There was one episode where you were up like all night at the Natural History Museum on a date, and then the next morning you were like, "I'm here and I'm so amped for football." And I was like, "I would." Be I was not amped. Out. Yeah, Claire was like, "How is he awake? I don't understand." I, I, I was like, I think I was like taking a nap on like the 50 yard line before doing all that. Like I had, oh, you know, Relatable. all the yeah, <laughs> like just the amount of. You you know, energy drinks and <laughs> adrenaline only goes so far. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it hits a, it hits its hole by the end. But I was around, you know, Antonio Gates and Sean Merriman, and I was fanboying super hard when I met them. Funny enough, like it took like five times for me to say everything the right way because I was like, <laughs> oh my god, they're right next to me. Oh my god. So, yeah, that helped. Yeah. That helped. Yeah, that does give you a little jolt. Uh, yeah, that and some five hour energy. Um, so. We were wondering uh, if there was one thing you could change about the Bachelor franchise or the experience of being the Bachelor. What would it be, having gone through this whole experience? Uh, one thing I would aside from more sleep. <laughs> Fuck, that's my answer. <laughs> um. <laughs> that can be your answer. <laughs> um, I guess it, 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 it's along the lines of more sleep. It's like um, more time to be like by yourself and mm-hmm. just kind of like decompress and like write out your thoughts and, and journal. Like I, I took that from last season and, and tried to keep it as much as I could during this season, but there is less time like in general. Cause what is one like misconception is like, okay. Or I guess it wouldn't be a misconception, but like on the bachelorette, like you either have the one-on-one date or you don't, or you're either on a group date or you don't and you're hanging out. Whereas like in the bachelor, you're constantly going everything, like every date, every yeah. like travel day you leave before everyone. And there's not a lot of time to just like sometimes sit and just decompress and yeah, really replay. process, process what, you're, what, what you, you're going through. Yeah. You yeah. would like have, like you'd go through some crazy experiences and then like a week later it'd be like, oh shit, I did that last week. Like, I can't believe I you know, had that date or I jumped out of an airplane and survived. And I, <laughs> it, yeah. So I would just say like more time to just decompress. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Before we finish up, we just have to ask, are you ultimately happy with how everything played out on your season? I am very, very happy. Yeah. Are you in love? <laughs> I'll say I found, I found love. Okay. okay, so we're doing no spoilers. That's no a no spoiler, spoiler answer. <laughs> like the, I'm not going to confirm or deny yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're well, we're Don't very, we're, we're very, very excited to yeah. to watch the end of of your journey, and we're really rooting for you. It's been so cool to like meet you and get to know you in person, and we're really rooting for like more of that to come through every episode. Okay. We want that ten Razaki episode. <laughs> oh, to it's come coming! Yeah, season. we're waiting. We wait. We're waiting. It's we'll coming. let you know. We'll let you know when we get that. <laughs> yeah, 10. let me know because yeah. uh, we'll I tag you. Yeah, yeah. You're you're really on an upward tra- trajectory, so yeah. it's looking good. They're yeah. letting more come through in the edit. So <laughs> more bad excited. dancing coming. Oh boy, that's what we want to see. Thank you so much Thanks. for joining us today. This has been so fun. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Can you keep up? I like love it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like, 
take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay, so we just talked to Zach the Snack in person. Still recovering. I think yeah. we were both, we have not done an in-person interview in so long. We were yeah. both like, <gasps> Zach got our full, like, live taping energy. Like, we were just like, what is, we're in a studio. Like, there are real people here. I'm not in a closet in my apartment. It was such a good reminder for me that it is so much easier to connect with a person when you're in in person in a yeah. studio than 
across Zoom. It was really refreshing. And I have to say, Zach is really taller in really, person. Really tall in person. <laughs> also, just way more personality in person than what we have seen on the show. I'm glad it's starting to come out. But I was really just like, did this just not translate? Or were you just being edited down to the most boring pieces of yourself? Like, I can't, it did give me a better sense of what they might have seen in conversation. Absolutely. With him, that they were like, this guy is going to charm America. And then somehow they they couldn't capture it. I don't know if part of it was that he was not that comfortable on camera. Part of it was editing. I don't know. But I, like, genuinely laughed a lot. Same. We had, like, a great back and forth. It, yeah. I feel like we were all having fun during the I conversation. I didn't fake a single laugh during that whole interview, I'm telling you. So I really, I sort of understood it. I was like, I can see talking to this guy and being like, this is the right pick. Also, like, he, I I understand why the women are into him. Yeah. Just, he's, he is easy to talk to. He does listen. He responds. Like, he gives you the... He's, like, a yeah. good conversationalist. And after after the interview, look, he, like, told us he had a really good time. Yeah, and I was like, was like I want to go on a second date now. I do get it. It was a very considerate thing to say. Um, but I think, I think that this is also just the gap that we see between, like, you can go on dates with so many people who are personable and funny and nice and charming, and they still aren't the person that you would go watch in a rom-com. You know, like, to have that yeah. actual leading man energy is just it's such a, a rare thing. It's, and it's so rare. Like, it's unfair to hold everyone to that standard, but it is what The Bachelor is sort of supposed to be Well, The Bachelor aiming is framed for. as that. Like, we're told this is how you're supposed to feel about the per- this person. Yeah. And then when they it doesn't deliver, and I think, you know, also, like, the reaction to Zach, like, so much of it, is not just about him, but about the history of this show and the, like, long leashes that they tend to give to white men versus men of color. And, like, that, that like, entire history is not on Zach, but it does obviously inform the, yeah. the way that the audience is, you know, the excitement level. I do feel like the big problem, as you're saying, is that the show is drifting away from casting for audience excitement and why? Like, it seems odd that it happened at right around the time that more of the audience started to be like, we'd really like to see more of your contestants of color become leads. And they're like, actually, if that's what you're excited about, we're going to not do that. And everyone's paying the price. You know, Clayton right. and Zach both got hammered Which by the not audiences. Which undeservedly. Like, And the show is suffering in terms of ratings and excitement. And a lot of the audience really wanted to see, like, Rodney. And why couldn't they just do that? It's like, what are you doing? No one is winning right now with the way that you're handling this. And, you know, Zach seems like such a such a nice guy who is perfectly fun to hang out with, who is getting, like Clayton did, caught up in the, the really kind of, I think, narrow-minded casting decisions of the franchise. And also then just like not even being set up properly by the show when those casting decisions are made. Like if you're going to go that way, then like really show us who this person is. Really like give us those like, I don't know, release like a whole little special of like outtakes of like goofy Zach. Like do something. 
Yeah. Or just be better at integrating those pieces of people's personalities into the show. I think this goes along with what we've been saying for a while, which is like, we want romantic narrative and we also want joy. Like, that joy is, is part of how you see yourself in someone. You're like, oh, that's awkward. That's funny. Like, you need to give the audience a chance to connect to your lead if, yeah, especially if you're not going to cast based on who the audience is most actively excited about. Yeah, and I think that often is where the audience excitement comes from when we talk about, yeah. like, oh, why wasn't it Rodney? Why wasn't it Brandon? These are people who were, like, notable on the show for bringing a really palpable sense of, like, fun and joy when they were on screen. And that is, like, rare and difficult to con- to be able convey. to convey. And I will say that in person, like, I definitely got that yeah. from Zach. And also, he is so tall. He is genuinely <laughs> super tall. We took a photo. Um, it's we comical. Look like, we look like we're half his height. I am wearing three-inch heels, and I look like a little garden gnome that, like, wandered up to this, like, a really stylish garden Stylish gnome. man. <laughs> yeah. So it was really it was really great to get to talk to, to Zach in person after I how also rigorously critical we have dumped we have. on him. <laughs> Which, you know, we did, we did, uh, we did cop to the fact that obviously there's been a lot of rough commentary. And well, basically all of his podcast interviews now have to start with the host being like, we have dunked on you so much. This is awkward. <laughs> we we tried to do it gently and uh-huh. all in good fun. Um, it sounds like he is maybe still in love with his winner. He was trying to be coy he was about trying it. trying to be a little coy, but he, he really w- like lit up when we asked him. Yeah. If he was happy with how he didn't have went. a haunted look in his eye, which is always a good sign. Yeah, he okay. seems really relaxed about like doing these press rounds, which is a good sign. Like it, it you can tell that like he's sort of like okay, I did the hardest part, and maybe it's gonna get easier from here. Like that's sort of the vibe I got from him, and I, I do hope that that means I hope for his sake and for ours that that means that he has found someone he's really happy in that relationship. That relationship is continuing. He's thriving. It's not going to be a relationship, you know, wherein they will have to make apology rounds or— Exactly. Dear Lord. Which has been, like, a huge proportion of winners in the last five years. So, fingers crossed. He seemed really happy and and at peace. And, yeah, it was just such a treat. It was a treat to get to do this. It's been so long since we have— really been regularly taping in person and having these kind of opportunities. And I'm like, oh, man, that, this is why I used to do it. Like, yeah, the rush. Like this is part of what was so, what yeah. is so great and fun and does allow you to kind of make those, like, you just get a better sense of a person. Yeah. IRL. And, like, I walked away and I was like, wow, that's that guy. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> we are still going to do some dunks. That's just it's, look. That's it's the I. I make no apologies for being critical. I think there is a difference. There is a difference between being actively cruel and bullying someone and treating a public figure, a media figure, a, a, a reality show star, as as like the character that to an extent they have signed on to be. And it's yeah. a delicate line to And that walk. is being sold to us. Right, and that's being sold to us. And I do yeah. think that, like, even if someone's very nice, you are still allowed to make jokes about them and you're still allowed to not agree with every single thing that they do on a TV show, and that's okay. And that does not mean that 
that person's a bad person or that we wish bad things on them. We certainly do not. Yeah. Is there anything that he said that really surprised you? Um, Nothing too surprising. I did think that it was telling and gave me clarity when he was very candid about the fact that, like, sending Anastasia home was in large part just that she was someone that he didn't have such a strong connection to. And I think he... It's it's wise, then, to be like, there are these other women who are being affected by this drama who I do feel really strongly for. Yeah. If, yeah. I, if I'm not that into this person and they have this knock against them, like, why force it? Yeah. I was surprised to learn that he started to enjoy being filmed while showering, but— um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it makes sense. You can get used to anything. Exactly. You, you know? do it enough. Yeah. I also was um, not surprised, but delighted by the fact that he admitted to napping on the 50-yard line <laughs> during the football date. Because I was like, that's deeply relatable. And thank you for admitting that the lack of sleep is a huge problem. Honestly, I actually did expect him to be like, no, I was just flying. I was feeling so good. And he was like, no, I was not amped for football. I was so tired. Yeah, he's like, I was exhausted and I never had time during the entire experience to process anything that had happened. And I was like, yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. It also really does put into perspective all of the B-roll of of leads writing in their journals. And you're like, yeah, I guess they literally have to be like, can I please do B-roll of me writing in my journal just to have time? Yeah, they're think. like, let me have any time in my own head that isn't the, where I can sort of recapture yeah. myself. If if I if I do it in a, in a screen-friendly way, am I allowed to take some time to emotionally <laughs> process? Um, yeah, it was really fun to meet Zach. Uh, I am looking forward to to seeing some more of, of his looser self come out over the course of this season. Yeah, and he promised that we would get a Ten Berzaki yeah. episode. He was very confident. I don't yeah. know. I We'll see. We'll see, Zach. Don't yeah. get ahead of yourself just because we <laughs> liked you. Ten is like a high bar. Ten is so a really high bar. We'll see. Uh, on that note, that is it for this bonus episode of Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Thanks to our guest, Zach Shellcross. Zach yes. the snack. <laughs> Zach, Zach, the snack. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like the show, please follow us, rate us five stars and leave a review. And of course, tell all your friends about our show. How else are they going to find out about it? Please let them know. Let them know. And if you want to get in touch, you can always email us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at love to see a pod and Instagram at claireandemmapod. And you can find our newsletter, Rich Text, on Substack at claireandemma.substack.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Lady Rose, And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We will be back in a very short amount of time tomorrow, actually, with our first bonus episode recap of the Netflix reality dating show Perfect Match, which will star many of our faves from Love is Blind, from Too Hot to Handle, from the whole Netflix cinematic universe. We had so much fun talking about it. And of course, we'll be back next week with more of Zach's journey. Stitcher. 
chocolate treats mixed into dark chocolate ice cream, the Tillamook Chocolate Collection is a chocolate game changer. Because the thing that pairs best with chocolate is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.